0: I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the harpy wizard.
1: I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the yeti fighter.
2: I'm John, and I play
3: Mort McCoy, the skeletal ranger.
1: Hola!
2: Me llamo Patricio.
4: Ezra, the golem.
3: Hey, I'm Adam Bash, I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Force.
5: Well, oh, good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room, etc., etc. I, of course, am Jasper Whistle, and um, you know I'm sorry you had to hear some of that. I've been having some issues with the uh, management here. Um, apparently, I'm not quite doing the job that they had, in, uh, had envisioned for me. I guess there was something else they expected me to do up here besides tell stories that move the minds and hearts of man. So, I don't know, we've had, we've been going around and around over the course of the last few weeks, uh, I suppose, because, um, you know, I've been kind of in a, in a bit of a funk, if I really want to, you know, I, will take some blame for this, I, I suppose partially this is my fault, I have probably been a bit of a bear to deal with as of late, um, you know, I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of it because, you know, this is not supposed to be about my life, of course. This is, uh, this is obviously the story of the brute force. That's why we are all gathered here. Not to hear the intricacies of, of my life or, or love life or lack thereof. Um, but, you know, if you, re- if you really want to press the issue, um, well, you know, after, after my most recent time here on the stage, uh, I was on my way to my good friend's house, Fur Hat Greg to have dinner with him and his wife um and it was going to be just you know kind of a low-key affair nothing too spectacular you know maybe um, a meatloaf and a dessert was really all i was promised but you know the what the deeds that actually transpired in that miserable hovel that that ex-friend of mine fur hat greg would like to call home it it's unspeakable i went to this man's house you know on time dressed to the nines as i do and what should await me when I opened the door, but my angel in the streets, the woman I met, you know, I recently discussed this with you, at the plum salesman, Jaunty. And, uh, you know, she was buying up all the plums and I, you know, remarked, we had a nice little chit-chat, you know, there was definite chemistry, you know, sparks flying betwixt our eyes, hearts a all of these things. And um, come to find out, this she-devil, this temptress, is actually married to my good friend, ex-friend, I would say that. Fur Hat Greg. And so, I mean, this was a, this was an untenable situation. So here we are. We're trying to eat meatloaf. It's dry, if I'm going to be honest. It's a little dry. And, um, you know, I'm sitting across the table from this woman who previously were, you know, we were like hot, hot and heavy. Like we were going to be the next big thing. Like Cosimo Grimwit and Sierra Grock Rogers. You know, you can't, you, can't, you can't go anywhere in town these days without hearing about the the, the love and uh, romance that, that exists between Lord Cosimo and Sierra. You know, they're the talk of the town. And that was going to be us. Our destiny was writ large upon the stars. But, you know, alas, it wasn't to be because my ex-friend, you know, the one fur hat Greg, if that is his real name, and I don't know that it is because he only occasionally wears a fur hat, he did the unthinkable and before I even met her, before I even had the chance to meet her, he went and married that woman. Despicable. So, you know, hey, we're, we're on the outs now, and it was an uncomfortable meal for everyone involved, although I will say the the, the plum pie that we had afterwards was, um, it was passable. Um, and I, I left without uh, saying any thank yous, because I, I feel like I was deserved an apology at some point, and it never came. And, um... So, you know, I have been a little bit off-put as of late. And, you know, oh, Claudio over here, who owns this uh, establishment, has been uh, pressuring me to put on my uh, my smile and my charm and get up on stage and, you know, sing and dance and be the lovely bard that you would wish me to be. But, you know, my heart inside is broken. These people have taken advantage of me and my vulnerable state. And the, uh, they, they, they planted a spell upon my heart and, and I feel like I have yet to fully recover, so you know maybe it's just going to take me a little bit of time, Claudio. Maybe you could back up for just like a goddamn minute, Claudio. Just like you know, maybe give me two feet, like just a little bit of breathing room. You feel like you want to share the stage with me at this point? Just yes, go go back to go back to your office, Claudio. And you're not you're not impressing anybody. He's a he's a miserable man. I, I didn't mean that, of course. You know, Claudio. He's he's a nice fellow. Yeah, he's ugly as sin, but he's a nice man. All right. So where we last left off. Um, the brute force, oh boy, you know they've been in Bergenistrom for quite some time you know, I don't think anybody really expected it to last as long as it did uh, eons I feel like they've been here in this uh, in this area and I probably could have cut this part of the story a little short, but there's some subtle nuance here that I think you'll get, um, you'll get something out in the long run, so you know we're going to keep it in there um, but you know, at this particular point um, well it was curtains really for half the crew, you know uh, Lola and Mirka were trapped in a dream of sorts, and uh, Ezra and Morka had their bodies stashed away on the, on the boat that is occasionally called the Poop's Pride and then occasionally called the Pride's Poop. But their, their minds were somewhere else. Um, and, you know, they, they struggled with this mightily. Uh, you know, hopefully they would find the, the mystic words and the arcane rituals necessary to awaken them
3: from their tortuous slumber. All right, uh we're gonna start with uh, Mort and Ezra so you guys are on the poops pride uh you know you've kind of you've, you you you've thrown off the anchor you were heading off to to sail off into adventures uh with your your new ever growing crew um, but you hear uh, jamtooth yelling from the general direction of of town and uh, the Frankies are uh, kind of just standing milling about not really knowing what to do they still are holding part of uh feslin's house and uh and Fezlin's limp body and uh a jar of wind
2: oh yeah we don't need to get the uh that's right we got
3: that wind, jar of wind the now. wind
2: that we, we found the wind so i i guess we should uh do something about jam he's got all the ingredients to get these mind worms out of us. Yeah, more um, more importantly is uh, my buddy Jamtooth.
0: John, uh, can of, you of please can you please do your voice?
3: Uh,
2: am I not doing my voice? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
4: <laughs> What uh, a uh, silly oversight of my he
3: went, through, he went through a lot last episode.
4: <laughs> with poultice without so poultice, it doesn't matter. Then there is, is uh, still still Jamtooth, still our buddy, still, you know, with his uh you know, Jamtooth.
5: Uh, hey, guys, uh, listen, uh, if we're going to go back to, to shore, like, I kind of need to know, like, I could get the Frankies downstairs on the sweeps and we could start pushing back or we could start pushing away. Push back! Yes, I mean, we,
2: we definitely need to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say before we try and rescue Jamtooth, we should have another attempt at trying to try to wake up the ladies. The
4: lady. Yeah, that seems, I mean, four is more than two. That's a thing that I learned. From a horse that does math. <laughs> you, you know it, man. We've been we've been adventuring for a while,
2: you and me. I love you. Yep, let's do it. Let's
4: four and two. Wake them up.
2: Uh so I wanna grab like a a bucket of water. So I should seem we have to like swap the decks and stuff.
0: <laughs> Aww, you son of a bitch!
2: Oh, it's gonna be all dirty
4: deck yeah, swabbing sure. water.
3: <laughs>
1: No, uh, don't I'll, throw it on. I'll refill don't it
3: throw with it on fresh seawater. <laughs> um, okay, do you understand how boats work? Because this is the boat is pretty we'll high. Lower it down. So, so you're like lowering it with you're you're going through the whole mo- effort of like hooking this this bucket up to a rope and lowering it down and that's uh, that's what's happening.
2: We've got the, the barrels of ale. Let's just splash uh, ale on them. Well, oh, okay. You can
3: give me a barrel. Of, yeah. yeah sure. That's
1: right. Get a mug. America's going to smell real stale. That's
2: get some
4: mug for
1: the booze.
3: All right. So as all this is going on in your intricate plans to, to wake the ladies, uh, start unfurling. Um, Yanov is kind of instructing the, the Frankie's of where to put the various, uh, bits and baubles and accoutrements that they have brought on board. And, uh, to head to head down to grab the sweets to to stop start pushing back uh, the ship and uh, gentlemen both of you awakened gentlemen who are standing here I would like you both to make oh, no. a uh, let's just do a straight presence and wits roll. Uh, Sounds yeah. great. Uh, we still yeah. minus one because we're tired. Let me go grab my dice. Uh, you're at, and we can do that. Yeah, you're at, you're at minus one. Yeah. Oh, you did, yeah. Pratt didn't think you I would need dice go for go this. Work. Apparently. I don't know.
4: Okay,
2: <laughs> anyway, I got uh, two successes. And we're taking a neg one.
3: Taking a neg one. Digging a neg, taking a neg
4: i just with the sixes and the nines i just never know i'll never oh my god (laughs) Uh, i I gotta figure it out now because the it's at the bottom yeah i mean even if it's at the top as long as i'm consistent throughout it's Mm -hmm. fine (laughs) Uh, regardless zero successes
3: OK, awesome. Uh, so as soon as the the Frankies uh, start milling about and they're putting stuff down, when they put Fezzlin down on the ground, he immediately jumps up. He's been kind of he realized at this point he's been kind of playing 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 dead or playing asleep. Uh, he jumps up and grabs the jar of wind and spins around and tries to jump over the side of the boat uh, and kind of like blast off t- back towards the town with this thing. And then in like, a sort of. Weird rocketeer fashion. So he's holding uh, and Mort- it at his tum. He's hoard- holding it at his side with like the jar pointed backwards. Trying to use it as like a jetpack, <laughs> like, like exactly to launch his butt back into town. down. Uh, and he jumps and starts to spin the 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 lid off the top of it. And Mort just kicks the jar out from uh, from his hands, and he just falls flat onto the su- onto the uh, deck of the boat. And he's like, oh Jesus.
2: Now, now, Mr. Wolfblood, we'll have none of that around here. Uh, Besides, I don't know if you really want to go back to the town. Have you seen what's happening there?
5: Well, uh, okay, so probably there's uh, go big worms and stuff like that, but I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to get stuck on this stupid boat with you jerks. You screwed up my house. You probably ruined all chances I might have had to see my good friend Rolo de Polo. Oh, that's
4: not true. He's going to come try and kill us, don't you worry.
5: <laughs> and now you you, you almost killed everybody by kicking that jar of wind. That, if, it, if that jar would have broken, oh, my goodness. I don't even want to think about what would have happened to you. Your ligaments wouldn't have matched up anymore. That's what, buddy.
2: I don't have ligaments, so that's no problem
5: at all. I'm sure that's a spectral ligament situation going on in there somewhere. <laughs> that's
2: a good point. I probably do have spectral ligaments. Um, anyway, uh, I mean, if you really want to go back to town, we can drop you off with uh, one of these lovely worms. you um, can devour you if you'd prefer that, or you can stay nice and safe on this boat for the time being.
5: Um, well, I, I was thinking I would take the jar and maybe fly, hover over the town, back to my house. Any parts of it that you jerks and your stupid Franken-monster things haven't destroyed. <laughs> and then I would get a couple of things that I might need for my own personal well-being, and I would maybe head off to the north. I've heard great things about the countryside up there. That's
2: a bad plan. Uh, that's that's a, a wonderful plan, except you're not getting this jar of wind. So, have you got a plan B? Uh,
5: hmm, well... I could mystically and magically awaken your friends you know if you just let me go with my jar of wind
2: how about you do that uh, if it works then we'll give you the jar of wind
5: okay um let's try it all right um hold on i've got to can i get i need some i need some little bit of material though so, i mean uh, uh, that's going to take some time maybe 20 minutes and uh, um i'm going to have to Maybe gather some 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 uh, various uh, plants from along the coastline. Um, I don't do this very often.
3: Uh, OK, fine, whatever. And he walks over and just kicks Lola and she uh. wakes up. Lola, you have awoken.
0: What was the last time, thing I remember from the dream world? Uh,
3: the last thing you remember from the dream world was uh, was that Mirka um like she fell asleep in her chair and vanished from right next to you. And you thought that was either really good news or really bad news. And then you just sat there for a really, really long time trying to fall asleep. Uh, and it was not happening. And it was one of those things where it's like the more you really tried to fall asleep, the less you really had to fall asleep. So you did some, uh, you know, you did some light calisthenics, took a little jog, uh, went back, sat back in the chair, fell out of the chair a few times while you were awake because it just wasn't set up uh, it, it, very easy for you to get in and out of, um, and so yeah, last last you remember you'd been sitting there, gosh, it felt felt like it must have been hours that you've been like trying to fall asleep in this dream world and you just have not been able to do it.
4: Okay. Ezra goes and scoops. And I up, he's in. like, welcome back,
0: little bird. Welcome <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>, back, old <I'll laughs> girl. <go. laughs> <laughs> Just, like, wait, what? I. I nice sleep. Am I still asleep?
4: No, no this, is, this is unfortunately real.
0: Ah, uh, I feel like that's what they would say in the dream as well.
4: Not true. Not true. Remember that time that you uh,
2: I pinched Lola.
4: You made you made Dicky all all horned up for your magic lady, and then the magic lady melted, and then you ate that sweet roll. That wouldn't. I wouldn't
0: know that if this was a dream. Wait, wait. I have a. I have a full proof pant. Does someone here have a sweater on?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. No, <laughs> <Not> wearing <where, laughs> a, a
0: sweater. Okay, I'm just gonna go up to. Is um uh, Fezlin down here still?
3: Yeah, he's here, and he's wearing. Um, uh, he he is wearing a robe.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go and then just like gum his robe and be like, <laughs> oh, pff, 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 oh god, no, that's awful. I'm awake. <laughs> Oh, thank, thank, thank gods. Ah, that was, wait, wait, where's Mirka?
2: No. She's right there. We haven't woken her up yet.
0: Oh, uh, wake her up. I, oh, I may have goofed. Could you, if you could get her up, I'd feel a lot better. Um,
5: okay, so we're, we're in agreement, though. I get the jar of wind if I manage to wake your two buddies up here, right? sure that's okay now now, I'm, good now you're, I'm I'm sensing some level of of uh of trickery in here I mean I'm not a I'm not a I'm a great the greatest mystic in the world but I'm good enough to to kind of read I, between I lines mean, here
2: Ezra over here. He's a golem, as you know. Golems can't lie. It's true. Will we give them the the jar of wind, Ezra? Yeah, I don't give a shit about this wind. I got
4: a boat full of baloney-faced fucks that are gonna roll the shit out of it. I give a fuck about some wind. <laughs> this guy's a piece of shit. I want him out of here. I want on, him off. Wind, no wind. On balance, off balance, it doesn't matter.
0: What's with the potty mouth, Ezra?
4: <laughs> I'm I'm real cranky. I'm a bird. My bird friends asleep the hairballs asleep we got worms coming out of everywhere call the town worm city you got worms mort's over here shooting arrows left right everything
0: I I walk up to it and I start petting the side of his face like Uh, okay pretty bird okay
4: at the end of the day it's Frankie's all the way down (laughs) (laughs) as it starts to calm down
0: Mr. you little bird. <laughs> shh. Shh. <laughs> All right.
5: Well, I mean, just just shake her. I mean, she should wake up. We're we're out away from the, the general vicinity of the of the big dream worms. There shouldn't be able to keep her held asleep or anything like that. She just like
3: and he walks over and gives her a little tap with his foot. And uh, she does. She does not move.
0: No. Ah. Uh. Uh, like, I'd throw uh, oh, a mug of ale over her.
3: You you have a wet uh, you have a wet Yeti. Uh, yeah,
2: she's uh, oh, she's gonna be rather no. accurate what she wakes up <laughs> looks like. We're <laughs> I can I bird. shake her shoulders?
3: Yeah, he could shake her, but she is not. She's not coming to. Looks like we're uh, one uh, bird in one jar. Uh,
0: away. Um,
3: <laughs> okay, well, that's unusual.
0: Mm.
5: Um, and he looks kind of interesting. He's like, what's uh, I wonder what's going on in
2: there. What, what happened in there? Why, why isn't Mirka waking up?
0: Well, okay, so we were in this <coughs> dream where we were sitting on these high chairs and we were going to fall into fire and then I was eating a sweater and then we thought okay, we should just fall because maybe that'll wake us up. And so we fell but we didn't wake up. We kind of went into another dream, so maybe a deeper dream and then it seemed like real, but then it wasn't. We finally decided we were in a dream, rigged up on brilliant apparatus to be able to make ourselves fall asleep again. I cast sleep on Mirka, so she would... Uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, but she said, did what? She uh. went,
4: <laughs> like more that more. hit play in murkheim, Inception. Have you seen uh, it? It's the best so play in Fesla all of starts, murkheim
0: So, starts laughing, and Lola just, like, stops her explanation, turns to him with, like, <laughs> an intense glare, and is like, you! You! <laughs> Oh my gosh, did you just learn wizardry last week? She stalks up to him, like, reaches up to his collar and pulls his face down to her face is like, how do we wake her up?
5: Oh man, I don't even, oh goodness, this is gonna be fun. Well, I have some theories,
0: but they're just theories. Start talking, little man!
5: Deep inside everyone's minds, at this time they were confronting an issue that they, you know, dare not really bring voice to—the the concerns that perhaps Mirka would never awaken from this slumber. Now, you know, and it would have been a terrible thing. Indeed, despite the fact that later on in her life she, you know, referred fondly to these memories she had of this time she spent in this dream world. Uh, you know, the, I think she had particularly liked the the, the technicolor forest that she had been in. You know, with, with trees that, that had leaves of electric blue and uh, maroon and all types of, you know, strange colors that you don't tend to see leaves take on. She she described a, a color, actually, called calarine, which is a color that she said, you know, she made the name up because it just kind of looked like a calorine. and uh, But it was, it was a color that she's never seen before. It doesn't exist in our natural world. in something that she could only conceptualize in that space, and she missed the, 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 you know, the being able to see that particular color. You know. But I don't think it's a great reason to spend an eternity uh, in some false world of dreams and sleep, you know. Just for, just for the one color, <laughs> it seems foolish. Anyway, um, so she had been speaking with a unicorn previously, and uh, that didn't go too great. You know, it said two words to her, and then she fell on her face and uh, passed out, which happens to more ladies than you would think when it comes to unicorns. Um, but anyway, she, she had found that the level of weirdness that a dream world could throw at you had not quite tipped the scale to maximum. That's a way of saying that things are going to get a little bit more freaky.
3: Mirka. Yes. We go now to a colorless, shapeless void. Oh, just like my life. No. (laughs) That's a joke. My life is fantastic.
4: I'm a white man in America.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy.
3: (laughs) All right. So you are floating around a uh, colorless, shapeless, tasteless, odorless void.
1: I thought it was with the unicorns. Well, so the last
3: thing you remember, you were in a technicolor forest with a unicorn.
1: Yeah.
3: And the unicorn told you to wake up and you fell down on the ground, kind of half passed out. And now you've kind of awoken and um, like you can see yourself. Right, so you can see your own body around you. It looks normal in that regards, except for you're just kind of floating in a in 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 a space.
1: Okay, so America's like checks her out, checks herself out, looks at her hands and her feet, makes sure all her hair is there. It's kind of fun, right? Floating around, so she kind of like swims around. (laughs) <laughs> to, like does the breaststroke. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you do some wicked backflips.
1: Yeah. And then uh she's like, Hello.
3: Hello, oh, hello. So as you're uh, as you're backflipping, you kind of catch some you catch a little bit of a uh, of a like a like a like a quick movement of something over the, the corner of no. your eye.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Alright, can uh, I as, uh...
3: as you as you as you try to ignore it, you your body just keeps spinning because you've you've kind of started yourself into this uh, inertia. And so you you spin around to see what this is that's that's behind you. Uh, and it looks like a person. Uh, and it's not 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 at all a, a scary looking person. Uh, I don't
1: I don't believe you. <laughs>
3: uh almost elf like in qualities uh wearing what looks to be armor um they are not spinning in any way shape or form um but they they are wearing um armor that that is unlike anything that you've ever really seen um it is way too shiny to be uh like silver or even like um Like platinum or mithril or anything like that. I mean, this is this is something truly spectacular. And they have the finest hair, like coming out the top of their head all the way down their back. It is this long, uh, like crust of bright, brilliant white hair. And they're kind of just flying through this space kind of towards you.
1: Can uh, America yells out. Hello. Can you hear me?
3: And then uh, from everywhere in the void, you hear, I can hear you.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh,
3: spook. Very spooky.
1: (laughs) Am I in a surround sound situation? (laughs) Uh, Why are you everywhere?
3: Uh, How doly is it
1: in here? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? And uh, can you come closer so I can touch your hair? At least she has her priorities straight.
3: Uh, so, so the person just kind of, kind of chuckles and, uh, and floats much, much closer. Uh, as you, as, as, as this person gets closer, it, uh, it is probably the most beautiful person that you've ever seen, but it is almost impossible for you to distinguish. Like if you're looking at a man or a woman, um, elves kind of look androgynous anyway, to a certain degree. Um, uh, but anyway, super, super beautiful. And he or she says, my name is, uh, gosh, I don't, I don't know what you guys, I don't know anymore, actually.
1: You don't know your name?
3: Well, I mean, I know my name, but I don't know what name you would use.
1: That's, that's a level of... (laughs) You know, philosophy that I is I do not want to know. Uh, So, am I in a dream? Can you tell me that?
3: Oh, yes, you are very much in a dream.
1: So, how do I wake up? By the way, my friend Lola would have loved your your armor. She loves shiny things.
3: Yes, she would have.
1: Wait, you know Lola?
3: I've. Seen her before in one dream. I've dreamed everything. I've had every dream. In most dreams, you're here. In some dreams, she was here. In other dreams, a large, golden-haired man was here. I'm glad you're here.
1: You're hurting my head. How, how do I get out of this dream? Because I, I need to go get with my friends again. Can I touch your hair now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can touch my hair.
1: She reaches out and like pets his hair, his or her hair. Oh, it's really soft.
5: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how do so? How do I get out of this dream? I need to. I need to get back to my friends. Get back
3: to your friends to do to do what?
1: To you know, we were like trying to kill the Baku. You know, they're the Baku's eating people's.
3: To do what?
1: Are you Baku? Are you the Baku?
3: I am not a Baku.
1: How do I know you're not the Baku? You could be the Baku and you're just telling me that you're not the Baku. I mean, if I was the Baku and I was in someone's dream, I would tell them that I'm not the Baku. Mm, So she kind of like tries to swim away from him or her (laughs) (laughs) a little bit.
3: I only ask you what you're going back to do. Because what you are going back to do is the most important thing that has ever been done.
1: Oh, it's the most important?
3: Well, to, to some of us it is.
1: Who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> You're not the Baku, but you don't have an I'm going to call you Ed. Can I call you Ed?
3: I don't feel it fits, but if you want...
1: Well, I need to give you a name, you know? I can't just call you floaty dream person.
3: I
4: bet you could call him out.
1: (laughs) Sue. Sue. Ed Sue. Sue Ed. So, if if it's that important for me to get out, will you, can you help me wake up? Please?
3: Um, so, you could get out anytime you want to get out. I only wish to spend this one moment to ask you if you know what you're doing. What is your what is your goal?
1: Our goal is to kill the Baku.
3: Hmm. And with that uh his or her face kind of furrows like that was no. a bit of a distasteful answer.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not a good answer for you?
3: Seems small for you.
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of rude, you know. <laughs> I'm do- We're doing what we need to, you know. Maybe our goal will change in the future. You don't know. You don't know me.
0: <laughs> I suppose. Or maybe you not.
1: do. I don't know. You're too. You're. You're. You're talking too deep for me. Okay. Are you going to help me get out or not?
3: Please. <sighs> sure. I suppose I can.
1: Thank you, Ed and Sue.
3: (laughs) And uh, as as you ask that the uh, the the person starts uh, swimming in circles in the air around you. Um, and its hair grows longer and longer until it's spinning around you so fast that it's like you're in a tornado of hair, basically. That's and if like you look all around you, <laughs> if you look all around you, it's this this beautiful, long, white, silky hair. Um, and then all of a sudden. Uh, it, it, it's it's everywhere to the point that it can closes on you. And then with a thwomp, you uh, you shoot up on the uh, deck of Poop's Pride. Awake!
1: Why do I smell like beer? <laughs> is this uh, is this that real? Was oh, oh, <laughs> back, back, back back Thank God.
2: How'd
4: you wake up? We couldn't he with the kicking and and more with the beer. What? How'd you wake up?
1: Shh. It was a weird dude in my dream. I think it was a dude. I don't know. It could have been a girl. He's like a he or she was like a elf person and. He was real distant. He asked me what our goal was in life, and mm. why I wanted to come out of the dream, and I told him to kill the Baku, and he was not happy with it. Well, but
0: Baku's already he dead, didn't... so...
1: Well, go. Well, um, we are. did have dreams about eating
0: sweaters, and so... so maybe, maybe it's, it's a just dream? that... No! No! I, I remember... Yeah, I tried to... to I, tried, I mean,
1: sorry about putting you to deeper sleep. Do... that. My bad... It's okay, I met a unicorn. I got to touch a really soft hair.
4: Would you say, on a scale of one to ten, Fezzlin woke you up, or soft hair woke you up?
1: Definitely Ed. I'm gonna. I'm calling that person Ed. Mm.
5: Ed. Well, okay, I mean, to be fair, can any of you uh, say that that wasn't a vision I planted inside her head to wake what? her up?
1: Oh, shut up, you! What's the guy look
4: like? Fezzy.
1: Oh, he was like <laughs> the... Guy? the- yeah, describe the guy. Um, Miracle like well, stands up to her full height, goes up to him. <laughs> describe the guy um, slash girl.
5: He was he she <laughs> nice you know, cover. she and he uh roughly
1: eight feet tall and
5: um, big strong fellow or lady and um, what
1: was what was he or she wearing?
5: He or she. Was wearing the purplest, deepest purple Brown. robes of... Oh, Brown. gosh. I don't want All, right. Hair, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, how about this? How about how about I could give you a little bit of context of uh, what your ed that you're calling it is because I've got an idea. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Tell me. How...
0: How how about that jar of air? Give
5: you...
1: <sighs> Tell us first. Okay.
0: Can we first address the the did you get? what's going on with the Baku?
2: Oh, we, we killed the Baku, no worries about that. What?
0: <laughs> Just like that? Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah,
2: Ez, Ezra, you um, should have seen him. He was amazing. I couldn't believe ah. it. Never seen such a strong headbutt in my life.
5: You to be fair, they're not, they're not super strong. That's why I, I, I okay. didn't want you guys I interfering. See, but...
1: <laughs> did you headbutt the Baku?
2: Uh, then, then he punched a giant worm. Yeah, uh, punched the it worm. Was
4: what?
1: Incredible. A, That's crazy. Way to go, Ezra.
4: Thanks. It was way oh. easier than we thought it was going to be. It's really not that big a deal.
1: So tell us <laughs> who this Ed is. No. Okay,
5: well, I'm just going off context clues here. But how r- religious would you say you are?
1: Uh, I don't know. How to, not very? I, I
5: was <laughs> guessing, so. um, Well, you have uh, had dreams you're in a dream world you go deeper into a dream world you go yet deeper into a dream world and encounter a unicorn of all things that's very um, beautiful yeah yeah also the unicorn is the god of dreams and uh then you go ever deeper into a dream and are approached by an androgynous uh, Sort of creature thing that that speaks in in weird ways too deep for your understanding. I mean, I just I don't want to go out on a limb here, but um, you know, you might have uh, been speaking to something a little higher than uh, than you think. Anyway, jar of air, please.
1: Or it could have been you know just me my consciousness or or self-consciousness or something uh, your your subconscious uh, subconscious that's the word
5: <laughs> well I don't know dreams mean a lot around here in denderas this is a this is a different place than probably what you're used to
2: and th- to be fair they only mean a lot around here because you uh made them mean a lot with all your meddling with the uh the worms and and stuff
5: oh I mean it would be amazing if I could take credit for this but no, I mean dreams have been a huge part of Dinderash for centuries. I mean this is where this is where the gods took on uh, took one another on, you know. Mm-hmm. This is where all the all of the all of the relics have been reclaimed. You know, dreams speak to people here. That's why you don't that's why you don't see elves around here. They can't take it. So, I mean, me I'm just saying if there was ever a place it this it, this would probably be
1: it. Mm. I don't know. All right, I don't know how to I mean you literally just Lord. tried to say that you created the created it in my head, so
5: Yeah, well. Um not proud of that particular lie. It
0: didn't work out very well, but um, you know, here we are. What are we doing with this guy? Where are what what's going on now? I don't know, I'm
4: trying to trade him for Jamtooth. I want a fair trade. What's going
0: on with wait, what's going on with jam tooth? We don't know, we heard
4: him scream and now I got Fezziwig over here talking about air. Does anyone know?
0: Okay, well, where is he screaming from? Let's go get him.
4: North northwest.
0: And Lola scrambles up Ezra's back and points.
3: <laughs> uh, so the boat is uh, cl- is closing in on the docks right now because uh, the crankies have been sweeping you that a direction. And so I mean, you guys could you guys could hop How off at this point if you wanted far to. Far
4: away is Jamtooth?
3: If you would take a guess at it, you'd say he's probably the better part of the distance to the center town. So we can,
2: I can, like, see him? No. Oh. Are there still <laughs> loads of giant worms
3: running around them? Oh,
0: not, oh, not visibly. Can, I, can I finally use a spell I've never used before?
3: Uh, sure.
0: Can I use message? Ooh. To, to whisper a message over to him?
3: Yeah, that's a so good the idea. the SOS
4: Maybe, to okay. the world.
0: Ah! <laughs>
4: If this doesn't work, I want to use uh, this jar of air like Fezziwig tried to, and try and fly over and scoop up Jam Tooth and fly back.
3: <laughs> well, you telling me that is not exactly improving Carly's odds of <laughs> meeting my difficulty check.
0: I got three. Oh, she
3: meets it. She good. Okay, yeah. What do you want to? What do you want to try to say?
0: Oh, I'm gonna be like, <clears throat> uh, <coughs> hey, Jam Tooth, you cool buddy? just
3: gonna freak him out.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can he yeah. message back, or is the spell only one way?
0: Uh, it's only one way. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! No! It is no no. You can do a short yeah. That'd be weird. <laughs> you could do a short reply. All right.
3: You know you get the following reply. What the
0: What the hell is going on, <laughs> where is Okay, well, guys. Where he's are unli- you, Lola? At I'll find he's... you. I'll save you from these worms. Uh, he's still alive, and I think he's looking for us.
2: Okay, I want to. I've still got the the empty mug in my hand, so I want to throw it like into the town, so that I can see if the worms are gonna erupt and react to the uh,
3: the tremor, as it were. Okay, you gotta roll something to throw that thing, mm. because so it's wait. pretty darn far.
0: <laughs> when you say, um, you could fire an arrow.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd probably be better. Um, yeah, when you say that uh, is a much better idea.
0: Worms? What? Wait, what? What do you mean? Okay, uh, clearly it's not like worms because that would be ridiculous. So tiny.
2: It's it's not like the the dream worms that are that are inside us. They these are huge, humongous monsters. Uh, I I think they're actually made up of all the little worms that somehow. Combined or something? So the, I, I'm not so really sure, but
0: you're seeing their they, uh, worms rather than worms.
2: They they burrow under the the, uh, the ground, and they seem to to react to to the vibrations.
1: Mm. Would you say they react to the good vibrations?
0: <laughs>
3: uh, as you guys are, are having this discussion, uh, Lola and Mirka, you realize that. Um, Kind of towards the other towards the back of the boat over where Yanov is, uh Moon Kev- Moon Kevin and the blind falconer Tarek are are here on the boat as well.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I nudged I nudged Miraka's like side of him uh, like, uh. uh
3: and so the, the the blind falconer steps up and he's like, Oh gosh, what did this guy's voice even sound like?
0: Oh, baby. He sounded he like, didn't sound like that. Like a little bit gruff and tired.
3: Oh yeah, he was like this, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Spart's a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> Rep, reptars, reptars, on there.
3: all right um i've got a plan for this um
1: oh hey you
0: i actually didn't get your i, I don't think i ever got your name
3: oh there okay uh i didn't realize you were here oh um, hey hey uh i'm i'm Tarek. uh Taric. <laughs> been been, been falcon in these areas for quite some time and actually uh i need to go get my birds so i'm uh i'm just gonna get off here if that's cool with you guys
0: uh are we in the water still? <laughs> you are but
3: you're approaching the dock so he's like kind of <laughs> asking for somebody to give him a hand for
0: uh Oh yeah,
2: a moment, Derek. Um maybe we send a, a Frankie out to, to test the waters as it were. Oh, well not the waters, the
5: uh, no, I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, those things should probably
3: be center of town by now. And honestly, I would prefer just to, to get on with it. I'm, I'm quick. I'm nimble. Light on my feet. No problems.
0: He's about to get eaten, isn't he? Hey,
4: Turok, can you help us find, uh, can you help us hunt our friend Jamtooth?
3: Oh, yeah, no problem. Let me go get my birds. Uh, they should be north of town uh, where, the, where the bison were. And then uh, I can meet you guys uh, center of town. Sounds good to me, Turok.
0: We'll see you later, Mister Fodder.
1: Be careful.
4: Well, he's. All right. I want to use this jar to fly, oh from rooftop to rooftop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Well, before you do that, he hops off on the dock and he he runs up the dock and he is. I mean, he is nimble. Like uh, for a guy That's that can't see where he's going, enough. he's <laughs> he, he's. He, he is pretty nimble on his feet. And so, I mean, you have to think like maybe the speed that he's running at and how lightly he's stepping. Maybe that's part of why, like, he's going to be able to maneuver throughout this area and not really have any issues. Um, and if you guys yeah, try to get if, <laughs> if, if, if you guys manage to move quickly, uh, then maybe you'll be able to get through. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the, a giant worm erupts oh, out of the ground and swallows it. them whole. I guess, that coming?
4: Uh-huh. I guess he never saw that coming. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's blind, you guys. That's why I said it. Yeah, I got it. You get it? That's a good one.
1: Uh. Man, that. I thought he was going to make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we really. Oh, yeah, he's
4: got the. To... I, we got this jar. We saw Fezziwig was going to do it. We can do it, too. We just f- use it. But you guys were asleep. You we tried to bebop out of here with the jar as an improvised jetpack. I don't know why I know the word
2: jetpack, but I'm assuming... <laughs> oh, um, doesn't, uh, old, um... What's his name? I've forgotten. Who owns the boat? Yanov. Yeah, uh, I thought you'd never Yadav. ask. Yanov has a, a jetpack. Fart boy. I
5: thought you'd never ask. I've been hard at work in developing uh, some uh, some side uh, side project jetpacks for all of you. I figured it would come in handy at some point.
3: Uh,
0: so <laughs> uh, Heights, I love them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and he... Uh, he, he like he's rubbing his hands together. He's very very excited. He's like, okay, so so this is very exciting. Uh, in fact, it all runs on methane, which is just it's just
5: widely available. So let me uh, let me go grab those out of the out of down below. Hold on one
3: second, and he runs off, and a uh, couple of Frankies run off with him, and then uh, next thing you know, these they're dragging up these just hulking machines that uh, uh, do not look uh, airworthy.
0: Lola is uh, weeping softly in a corner. I'm is this, super into uh, this. Did you
1: make a one big enough to to handle me?
5: Oh, goodness gracious, yes. I mean, I could fly Frankies with this thing, and they're mostly, uh, like, beef, I guess? I don't know. Oh, God. They're, they're oh, great. God. Uh, heavy.
1: I think flying Frankies around in a, with a jetpack is called bioterrorism. <laughs> I would
4: Ezra puts his on and tries to fly. Oh my beer, watch this. <laughs>
3: And he takes off. All right. Well, uh, it's just got it's just got kind of a, a, like a button joystick combination thing on the handles on the side. You hold a button down to give it some thrust and you push the joystick to, to go forward and backwards. Uh, and so pretty quickly, yeah, you're, you're getting the hang of this thing. Uh, it stinks to high heaven, uh, but you are you are rumbling around the clouds. <laughs> This is great. Well, that <laughs> looks like jolly good fun. Yes.
5: Yes. Ezra! Ezra, I, Ezra. you. It was great. Ezra! Permission
2: to bump, buzz there's, the tower. There's,
5: there's not a lot of fuel in those things. Like, you probably shouldn't just be flipping around everywhere. <laughs> oh,
4: my bad. And he just takes his hand off of the throttle and comes down very quickly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> cracks. Cracks a couple of boards in the deck of the poop spry.
4: Oh, I can fix that. No problem. Don't worry about that. <laughs>
3: All right, so you guys are all strapped into your new experimental jetpacks,
4: unless Carly is real scared, or Lola rather is real scared, and we can leave her and Mort, or her and me, or her and somebody to watch
0: Fezziwig. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, someone's got to look after fezlin or else it's just gonna, I'm just gonna walk off. Up-
5: Well, I mean, we could just give the put the Frankies on him. I mean, like, just hold on to him I and mean, he, he wouldn't be going anywhere.
0: If, uh, if he wants to look over at Lola right there, she's just like wide eyed, <laughs> glaring at
3: him. Yonov gets hit. And he's like, oh, but I
5: mean, he is a deadly wizard. So, I mean, right? we definitely would Super deadly. counter spells <laughs> and counter spells and things of
0: that nature. Yep. Better leave another wizard with him just in case.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh. Is Moon Kevin still around there?
3: Yeah, Moon Kevin is uh it looks like he's tanning
1: oh at the
3: front
0: boy. of the boat. <laughs>
1: uh before we leave, um Merrick is going to walk over and check on Moon Kevin.
3: Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're not like dead and sleeping anymore.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh how's your how's your uh, tan going? You, you 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 look you 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 look beautiful i mean you you look good you're not sleeping so yeah
0: i
3: feel Uh, like a you know just this is a moment where i can absorb nature you know truly (laughs) and be one with it Uh, is that beer is that beer in your hair like
1: uh no okay uh, i'll talk to you later bye <laughs> she walks up to Lola and's like, "I try to talk to him, but I smell like beer." Oh, it's okay. <laughs> she starts like cleaning her fur. I,
2: I heard the beer is good for her. conditions, it or or something.
1: How's uh, she? America turns to Fezlin's like, uh, "If you we weren't leaving right now, I would drown you in a tub of beer for doing this to my hair." I did. I didn't do it. It was the Bone Guy. What? He, he had a cup in his hand when you woke you, up. You, Stop lying. He has a cup right now. He's not putting it down. That doesn't mean anything. He's That's some sarc- beer. circumstantial. America turns to um, Morton, mm-hmm. asks, You didn't do this, right?
2: Mort's whistling nonchalant. <laughs> Good thing she doesn't ask me. Uh, what? what? Do what? Sorry. Uh, let's get going. We got a jam tooth to save.
1: Yeah. I'll deal with you when I get back, Fezlin.
3: All right. Well then uh Morton, Ezra, and Mirica strap on their jetpacks and go flying off towards the city. <laughs> the party. Yet again. I was gonna ask if I should stay with Lola because I've already lost her once.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know, you were most gung you were the most gung ho about going in to save James. That Tooth. is true. God, my two loves. I'm pulled <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as you guys kind of go over the ridge and into town, oh. uh, Lola, you're kind of looking around. And you're like, OK, well, this isn't as bad. Like, you know, I could just oh, kind of no. hang out here. I don't have to fly. No issues. And you uh-huh, see uh-huh. Oh, no. um, a massive ship off on the horizon unfurling uh, some dark black oh, flags. No.
0: Could I uh, use my farsight to get a closer look on what I think this might be? Sure. Do you mean okay. your
1: fart side?
0: Because uh, you're on hoops Pride. a bride. Uh, two. All
3: right. Uh, so from from that far out, you can actually pick up. You know, you got really good eyesight, and you can pick up on these uh these flags, uh, just three letters, R D P.
0: She squints and takes a look, and is like,
5: shit.
0: Oh son <laughs> of a bitch and runs down to the to the uh what's the underside of the boat below Uh, decks well she goes below decks and gets in the middle of the frankings and is like boys double time
5: (laughs) now at the risk of coming off as patronizing i would like to to stress the point that that boat that i had just described with the initials rdp that belongs to the one and only de dipolo now of course most of you would probably figure this out by now but this is very important information because this man Rolo de Polo, is a famed cavalier a famed monster hunter known throughout the lands for you know just hunting monsters so you can understand why lola a harpy would uh, you know see his approach and uh, be filled with some sense of trepidation you know I mean, we know better. We know that these were not monsters, but, you know, times were different at that time, you know. These, these, these people were not treated with the full rights and responsibilities that we know and love uh, to this day, uh, as being the rights and responsibilities of all sentient creatures, you know. I mean, nowadays, you know, you could be a man, you could be an elf, a dwarf, an orc, you know, you could be an orc, a half-orc, three-quarter-orc, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you have the mental acuity to register a sense of self, well, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're you're a gaseous cloud, or or a gaseous Claudio, right? Right, guys. You know, when Claudio, he, okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm getting the stink eye from Claudio. He's, he's he's done with my jokes. But honestly, if I'm going to be if I'm going to be completely honest, I do feel my heart to be somewhat mended at this point. You know, it's been it's been a rough few days for me, to be quite honest. And uh, I, you know, I. I I came to this town a loner, you know, a man with naught but the uh, the sack upon his back. And, you know, uh, you know the, 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 this town has taken me in, but only kind of at, at arm's length. And it was really, you know, through this relationship I had built with Furhat Greg that I, I really started to get a good feeling for the camaraderie that you have here in this city. Um, and so when, uh, when my trust was broken in such a terrible way, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I feel like it, it's it's taken me some time uh, to really give this this town a chance again. Of course, people like to say that laughter is the best medicine and, you know, maybe for heartbreak, they might be right. It's obviously not true uh, when faced with Gurnian laughing sickness. Oh, man, you can't laugh your way out of that. You know, millions of people have tried and, you know, we have the mass grave sites to attest to the fact that that doesn't work but you know but for non non sicknesses not for, for non physical sicknesses that don't uh, you know result in um, bleeding out of your ears you know laughter does does okay right I think that's what we're trying to get at I think we're all on the same page here anyway it was wonderful to spend this time with you it was very therapeutic I feel um, and I, I look forward to seeing all of you back here next time in the Gilded Ram drunk house and tea room. make sure and tip your Minotaur bartender. It's been three weeks since we've had a goring in this establishment and by golly it'll be four if I have a thing to say about it. Have a pleasant night, all of you.
1: Hey there, potatoes! Didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of Brute Force? Well, then check out these other Geekly Ink shows, including Drunks and Dragons, Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, Transformation Sequence Podcast, and Yora Wizardary. You can also head over to BruteforcePodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of Eorith. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please consider donating to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.